live. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, man, we got a fun, fun one today. Uh, big, big week for uh, music, guys. Album from Invent Animate now out. Chelsea Grin, Gideon, all-time low. Uh, single from Devil Wears Prada and... Yet again, zero, zero days without talking about Event Sevenfold, unfortunately, guys. Uh, nobody. We'll touch on that track just a little bit. And we'll touch on the rest of the albums and songs that have came out this week, man. John, tell me this wasn't like Christmas for Metalhead yeah. this week, man. What? Holy the shit, there was so much good stuff that happened. I mean, like, and, and we're, like I said, we're just, we're just getting started in this year, man. This has... All the capabilities of creating ginormous tours the remainder of the year, into the summer, into the winter months, you know, so there's a lot to come off of here. You know, Event Sevenfold, they're having a show in New York uh, coming up in, I believe, July. Yeah, Madison Square Garden, yep, which yep, is huge. They'll, they'll be doing it with Fog in Reverse and uh, another band that I cannot think of off the top of my head, but that's okay. So what we will do. We did little reviews on uh, Nobody on our pages, TikTok, and our Instagram as reels. Uh, we got a little bit more time to talk on it now. So I'm going to start with just saying what, how I felt about it first. And I'm going to have John piggyback off of it because the way that he viewed it and the way that I viewed it were very, very, very different at first. So I'm going to say it first. I despised it. I thought it. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like anything about it. Um, I thought it was, dare I say, boring. Uh, nothing spoke out to me at first. Um, but then me and John got on the topic, shooting each other back and forth. We're like, yo, what do you think of this? You know, we were both talking about wanting to do a live reaction and all this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have my wife record it. John's like, oh, I'm going to do the green screen, you know? And uh, I told John, I'm like, all right, man. Well, I couldn't wait. I listened to it. I didn't like it. And then John hits me with, go ahead, John, tell me what you thought. <laughs> I, I listened to it three times in a row because, like, to me, it was kind of like your brother Braden absolutely loved it. He was like, he, if there's a spectrum of, like, loved it and, like, didn't like it, Braden's, like, the epitome of loving that song. Yeah. But it took several listens because it was like, I mean, like I said in my review, which you all loved on YouTube shorts. So shout out to that. That was nice to get a bunch of feedback on that. But it was weirdly paced. Like it was an almost like, it's interesting because I, not that you would say that Avenged Sevenfold's like easy listening music, but in a way like, this one you had to really pay attention to it because there's so much weird shit going on between like fog horns. They did have their classical like orchestral elements. There's like the weird guitar that like at first you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it almost and, didn't even sound like a guitar. Yeah, it almost yeah. sounded just electronic. Yeah. Like it's watching like, Nick Nocturnal play it made it make much more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a couple other guitar yeah. uh, covers of it online. I was like, oh, okay. So that is a that is a yeah. note on a guitar. Interesting. Okay. This yeah. Is new to me. Um. Yeah. You know. And guys, when John, when John and my brother and everybody, you know, and I mean, not not literally everybody. You know, there's a lot of people that fucking can't stand Avenged Sevenfold, so we're going to try to get through the segment pretty quick for you guys, because you know, I'm sure you're <laughs> tired of hearing games. about it. And uh, anyways, like, I'm not going to lie, though. 
I, I heard their perspectives and uh, I was like, you know what? I, I have to be missing something. So I listened to it again. I listened to it about five times. And about on that fifth listen, I was like, okay, you know what? I need to just accept the fact that they're different now. They're, th- that, that critical acclaim, that unholy confessions, that second heartbeat, Beast in the Harlot, that sound's gone. And it's long gone. And as uh, as fans, as uh, musicians, it's something that we have to, you know, for some of us, it may be a tough pill to swallow. But like we did touch on in our Avenged Sevenfold episode, you know, it's time to move on and growth is a good thing. Time uh, heals. And, you know, I actually grew to appreciate it. I kind of just closed my eyes and allowed myself to just forget everything I knew and know about that group and take it for what it was. So when I did that, I was able to really, um, in a sense, really sit back and appreciate it, you know? And then, like, you had that little flow. Uh, it was about four minutes into the song where it really slows down, and then it kind of builds into that guitar solo, you know, that's signature Sinister Gate sound. Uh, Brooks, Brooks Wackerman, uh, his drumming on the track, I thought was quite, you know, simple at first. But then... It just it just went with everything, and then he goes in with the solo, with the lead guitar, which is something usually drummers don't do. You usually flow in with the rhythm, so that was a that was a cool little thing. But yeah, it was it was it, it grew on me, and I really I actually really enjoy the track now. It was very 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 different though, yeah. um, to to say the least at first. And you know, like I'm glad that I gave it uh, the time of the day to give it another listen. I told my wife the other day. I think it was yesterday. I was like, yeah, man, I really like that song now. Or she's like, oh, of course you do, you bandwagon. I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> that's Because that's like, what people are saying. Bandwagon, I, uh, just bandwagoning. You know, like, I, I, what, what, what does me bandwagoning this song get gain me or you or anybody? Anybody yeah. that's not in like in deep with the dogs in the music scene or uh, on social media or anything. What, what good does it do people like you and I or my brother? or witty or other people that commented on it on our shorts doesn't do us any good. We're just fans of music. And um, to me, I enjoyed that. I liked it after a couple of listens because it, uh, it, it kind of showed growth for me in a sense, when it comes to like my taste, because, you know, Braden said it the other week or the other day, he's like, you know, Cam, you and I, like, our tastes are so similar, but yet they're so different. Like, you only, like, screaming and this and that. It's like, but I don't. Like, I like I like really technical shit, too, you know? I really like fucking Polyphia. I don't know if anyone's ever listened to Polyphia. Yeah. Uh, bro, check out Playing God or Goat or OD by them. Tim Henson on that guitar. I didn't even know you could do those things on a guitar. The way he, like, he, I think it's a Peggiates chords i don't know what it's called but basically it's where you play a chord but you play each note in that chord separately and you play it in a different rhythmic timing so it's almost like um it's kind of like a drum you have so many different beats on each individual uh part of your body right so you got your hand going this and then you got a half time on your left and then a 16th notes on your feet. Right. And you can do that on the guitar. And that's, this is just a whole dumpster fire of things. I didn't even know 
as possible. And then it brings in musical theory. So yeah, like Polyphia. I love Polyphia. Uh, fuck, look, they're so technical. Periphery, they're not heavy. I love periphery. They're technical as hell too. You know, it's all it's all about our own taste, right? So yeah. I was really I was really glad that I was able to be um <clears throat> intrigued by this album after a couple of listens. And, or not and, not album, yeah. I guess single, single. And I don't I mean, fuck, I don't I don't know where it's gonna go. You yeah, know, this, that's this what album, I was wondering. I mean, it's like you gave us something we've never heard before. Definitely had a feel of the the stage a little bit, you know. There's a little bit of yeah that song where it kind of felt like it was piggybacking off of it but i mean hell when was that album released like seven years seven years ago i don't, I don't yeah it was like it was like 2016 and that's that's what i had to like it's interesting you said put what you know behind you because i've realized i once again shout out to your brother and you like you made me re-listen to the stage and like give it another shot and once you start to listen and appreciate it and kind of see the growth and the progression because i think there were elements of like like i said like city of evil there's elements of self-titled in there there's elements of the state but also something new like they're exploring existentialism they're exploring like um what is it albert camus writing or whatever or camus like his writing they're trying to get into uh deeper themes and it is interesting because you realize at this point when you've been doing something 20 plus years like you're gonna find a new direction and it was interesting to think about that fact of like the person I am right now in my thirties is so different than I was at 23. Now being like close to 33, I bet 43 is going to be a completely different game. Yeah. So you have to think about that. And when it comes to bandwagon wagoning, I've listened to cut bleed and repeat five times now. And I've been more let down almost every time I've listened to it because the project vengeance thing, because some know, people are saying that same thing. They're like, listen to it more. You'll give it a shot. And I was like, Dumb. yeah, the yeah. instruments get muddier um, every time. I, you know what? To to touch on that again, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that because I actually watched uh, the podcast last night with Nick Nocturnal. He did it with um, Tyler Shelton from Traders, who's kind of like been the he was yeah. the he's the he's the main guy in that group. You know, he he's the one that wanted to collaborate, get it all started, have this thing going. And I'll tell you what, man. Uh, Although I still am not a fan of the track, I'm really not, and I don't care to say that. I really loved that fucking dude's compassion and heart and the soul that he is trying and putting forth and the effort that's uh, being thrown into uh, the group. And, you know, he even said that he's open to the criticism and he wants it, you know, and he, he has openly admitted that it definitely tears him down at times when people say ignorant comments or this or that, but he's like, you know, you tell us what we, what you guys want and we're going to listen. We're, we, you know, this isn't just going to be solely uh, a one dimensional group. Right. So when he said that to last night, it put a whole new perspective in my head. I was like, Oh, okay. This does make sense then. Maybe that is why the expectations of what was expected, maybe on my my end and your end, or and you know the listeners' end, uh, weren't met because it was just a you know it was just a deathcore song, just a just a yeah. deathcore song that you'd go into a mosh pit and you know get after it. 
you know, but he said that, that you know, they're, they're going to go, they, next thing you know, they could go slam, they could go fucking grindcore, you know, there's so many different routes, excuse me, that he's planning on taking with it. So that, of course, opened my mind up and I, you know, I, I was already going to be a guy that was going to listen to the next one that they come out with, you know, I'll continue to check it out. Cause I know, I mean, hell there's songs from, I mean, I'll give an example. My favorite, one of my favorite bands is, uh, I'll just say, bring me the horizon. Their song was like, bring me the horizon. I don't really care for it at all. I just don't like one of them being honest, honest to God. It's one of their biggest hits strangers. It's a deep song, but I'm not a fan of it. It's, it's like, it's just like, it's very poppy. And that was, I mean, that was the point of it. The point of it was to get, you know, get it out there, get it out to the audience, get it out to everybody. But, you know, a lot of people love that song. They groove with it, but I don't, I don't care for it that much. And that's okay. That's okay. You don't, you don't have to like every song that's given to you from a specific band, specific group, or even a genre as a whole, you know, because there's a lot of deathcore, metalcore bands that I don't, I do not care for at all. Just like you, just like you listening at home. There's a lot of bands you guys don't like, but that doesn't mean that uh, you don't like maybe just one song by this group or a sound that they uh, attempted. So, you know, it's, you know, it is what it is. And I'm going to be open to, you know, whatever comes next from them. But, like, just hearing the guy's compassion about it, man, that was – it struck me. It, um, you know, that's that's what it's about. It's about the emotion. It's about the it's about the drive. It's about what you put into it. What you put in is what you get out, right? And they're a completely independent project, which is something else that I was not aware of, that I really, really, really want to support. Yeah. Because record labels fucking suck. Holy shit. And, like, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be able to touch on it fully. I mean, I'm not in a record label. Like, there's no legality to this at all. But, you know, we're going to have a guest on here in April who was in the scene, What was signed by a record label, still is partially owned, I'm sure. Like I said, this I don't know 100%, but I know that this was a fact. You know, and we're going to hear a perspective from somebody that's in the scene, guys. So, like, you know, record labels fucking suck. So support support these independent guys that are going out and doing their own thing because there's no limitations to what they can do. You know, they don't have a record label saying, hey, you know, I love that you're doing this, but you can't release this song because we're releasing this album from this band off of our record and we don't want, you know, like that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Cause we'll just use this week as an example. We just had what five albums come out all this Friday and a handful of singles all came out this week. Right. And for guys like you, me listeners at home, this was Christmas morning. More shit like that needs to happen. Like, stop fucking fighting each other for money and growth. When when you get that product out, whether it's everybody's or, you know, whatever it is. Like, I, I listened to Chelsea Grin's full album yesterday. I listened to Invent Animate's full album yesterday. I listened to uh, Peripheries. Gent uh, is not a genre. That album came out early January, listen to all that. And then I listened to some of Gideon's. And then of course the single from nobody earlier this week, I listened to all that this week. 
And you know what that all did? It opened up a like it opened up a rabbit hole of all these you know, it did just different sounds, they're different sounds, and it's awesome. So, you know, I just yeah, it's just once when when he talked about all the stuff that went down with that that uh band and that group, it really kind of opened my eyes to like, you know what? I I might not have liked what the product, the finished product that came out the first go round. But I mean, I'm going to still share their shit. I'm going to still support their shit. And I mean, hell, I was still sharing it and supporting it uh, even when I didn't like it. So I want that stuff to uh, blow up. But now that I know that's 100% fully independent, dude, fuck that. We need a smaller bands and people in this scene to really kind of, I, I would love to see people get away from labels because the ownership side of this, this game is bullshit. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not in it. You know, I just hear the horror stories from people. Um, and like I said, this is, this may be something we can touch on when uh, we get our guests on here in April. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's just, it's just, a, it's a sad thing. You know, it's a sad thing. you, you you put all this effort into your songs. You put all this effort. Like Tyler, Tyler talked about it yesterday, dude. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in in studio equipment, in camera, in videography equipment, into making a into making a like a fucking documentary of what was going on with the Big Six. Got fucking come like they can't. They can't release it to anybody they, at all. All because of fucking legalities from, la- from labels. And as fans, as fans, we can't see that now. Okay? Let that sink in. You know? That, that's, like, that's just unfair. And if you feel like it's unfair, imagine how the fuck they feel when they put their heart and, their heart and soul into this shit. Spending their own money. Using their own time. To do this shit and it gets stripped from record labels so support your independent artists support your friends i don't give a shit if it, if it sounds like trash support it help them out because when it gets to the big leagues man you're, you're on a leash and i you know i don't think they're going to be able to tell you that but they're on a fucking leash yeah, and I, I think that's a huge thing because it is, I, and it's a theme all throughout life of you. More and more comedians are dropping their specials directly on YouTube and self-producing it and stuff because it is this thing. Once you have like a huge company, it's crazy. Years ago, against me, had a song about it and stuff talking about like ten percent goes to the label, fifteen percent insurance. Like your agent takes a chunk, and you think like making a million dollars off an album sounds amazing until you realize like the percents you're giving away of that. And then by the end you're stuck with sometimes as low as 25% of what that album made. And you're splitting that between five people, something that might've taken you a whole year to do like that doesn't actually go very far. I mean, look at the, look at, look at the merch cuts that are happening at these shows for metal bands, you know, they have their, they have their merch at a, at a desk for you know their people to fucking sell mm-hmm. and a percentage from the venue takes it yeah how's that fair to you if anything yeah. they're bringing you in the business for all your booze you're fucking selling and giving out to people and not cutting assholes off and you want to take <laughs> money from them these guys don't make you don't make money touring 
unless you're a huge fucking band or you're like goddamn Taylor Swift, you're not making boatloads of money. They do this because they want to, uh, like make us happy, have us have have a connection, ha- make us have fun, ha- like be there to express themselves with us. You know, a lot of these people they don't make that much money when just like you said, like these albums, like. All the, the 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 percentage of money that is actually ripped from underneath them is just something that is not really focused on in the maybe not maybe not just as scene just as a whole in music you know yeah. when you make it big time you know everybody wants fame until you know the paper gets thrown in front of you and you got to see what you gotta you know deal with and not deal with and what you can and you cannot do so yeah you know it's it's a it's a it's a shame but you know that's that's the that's the game you play unfortunately i mean hell a dater member did it with the document speaks for yourself literally a song about them fighting their record label and winning you know you can beat it you can beat it you can get your royalties do you have the balls to do it do you have the money do you have the lawyers who knows it's worth the shot but you know i i definitely would say off of you know off of that whole topic Definitely support these uh, independent groups. So, you know, whatever comes from uh, Project Vengeance, I'm excited. You know, what else, whatever comes, I'm excited for. You know, it sucks, though. They had three songs written that we we will we'll, we'll never get to hear. We, yeah. We'll never get to hear. crazy. Them. We're, we're going to miss all these personal videos of these, you know, these normal guys just having fun. These buddies just jamming out, hanging out. And a studio that was, you know, give, I wouldn't say given, but, you know, basically like here, man, like you guys want to do this. We're going to help you out. Sweetwater, huge, um, uh, like music store, instrument store. You know, they got a studio, I think, out in Florida, if uh, I'm not mistaken. But either way, like, you know, all that stuff was just stripped from us as the fans. So just uh, think about that the next time, you know, one of your one of your friends in a local band wants you to you know check out his his shit or share his stuff or talk about it you know think about that next time because yeah i mean you're helping them out Mm -hmm. you're helping these guys out so yeah Um, because yeah if you don't have money of like liking and sharing stuff actually does help promote these things of like share it share it with your friends share it with your family do these things because at the end of the day the crazy thing to me about so much of it is like I mean, you and I were like, I put in a ton of effort, like editing these videos and stuff. And because record labels, there's like a chance that your video might just get taken down and that you could just like, there are YouTube's channels and other things that like you can lose your livelihood because of a record label. And it is crazy to think that like you can put all the work and effort into something and there's just an arbitrary group out there that can just be like, nope, you can't. And you're like, it's crazy because yeah. at the end of the day, like you, a lot of these people, you don't actually own your work. Like it's one of those things that you can't. Yeah. And it's crazy because like people put their hearts and souls into it. So it is one of those things that I think is very eye opening to think about that, to realize they're trying to do this independently and realizing that there are small ways you can support people of like the shows, podcasts, artists you like of like Will Ramos, like, Check out his Patreon has great things of these ways of like getting money more directly to the artist, because oftentimes it's crazy when you realize that you could pay 60 bucks for a hoodie and that band might literally just see less than a dollar on it. 
and stuff, which is it's crazy. Up. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucked up, dude. It, it really is. Like, it is fucked up. Yeah. Like, it, it seriously is. But I guess that's that's the game you play when you want to be promoted and listed it's true. as. You know, I guess that's that's the price you got to like, pay. Yeah. Support the independent people because it does make a huge difference. And you can. It's a long, hard road and stuff. But there are people out there like PewDiePie, biggest YouTuber in the world. Actually didn't go with like once he lost his content creator network, he pushed forward and everything of like, it's a tough road. But overall, yeah, support the independent projects, support these things like, yeah. And always uh, the best thing you can do is if you have negative feedback, give it in a constructive way. Because like we were saying, it's not that we really hate the concept of Project Vengeance or anything. We just expected more. But you think with the intense pressure and everything going on, like that's really hard to deliver, I, I, especially the expectations. Yeah. And like I said, once I once I saw that yesterday, it kind of changed my whole perspective on everything. And, you know, like uh you just said, like constructive criticism. We weren't we weren't pieces of shit, you know, undermining these guys and telling them that they, you know, they should be embarrassed of themselves and that this is you know, like it's not like that. And if you're like that, fuck you. If if, yeah. you, if you're somebody that <laughs> like if you're somebody that feeds off of being a fucking little punk on the internet where you talk shit that you would never say to somebody in their like in like in person, fuck you. You're a pussy. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but that like I hate that shit. Don't don't shit on these people. Um, you know, just because there's no consequence for your action. Yeah. Uh so, you know, that's that's just my opinion. I've always felt that way. Like don't don't act like a punk. You know? Yeah. Uh but you know what? We should we should move on to the next we'll get thing. on we'll get on the but, topic of these these two albums though. Yeah, the two albums. Um, and before that, briefly mentioned the Devil Wears Prophecy. Yeah. It was also very good. Yeah. It, you still haven't listened to it and stuff, but you should definitely check it out because it was the song is reaching. There's the album art, and it's kind of a follow-up to Devil Wears Prada's Color Decay. It's the Decay. deluxe edition, is it not? It's like yeah. deluxe edition album? Yeah, which is cool, because Color Decay, like, the whole original album was, like, just black and white, like, Color Decay and stuff. So this was a nice one. I think I like it because it has that nice mix of the clean, like, Jeremy's clean vocals, Mike's hard vocals. Like, it's a good balance. The music video is pretty cool everything it's generally it's a great song and it's a good follow-up to what was a great album real emotional was yeah. it a real emotional song like that whole album yeah too, like real deep yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. really good follow-up so I'm you gonna, should definitely check it out but it's hard because there is so much shit going I, on i absolutely will check that out my uh my good friend Lindsay, she she loved this album she loved this album she would tell me about it every day um and i, I actually like the album too uh, it just, you know, just didn't make my top five. That's okay. I mean, hell, everybody had different opinions on their top five, but, um, it, it was a very emotional album all in all. And that, that, that's a, that's a group right there that had a lot of growth. Devil Wears Prada. They had a lot of growth growing into themselves. And then to add to just that, um, like they still, they still play their old bangers, man. They still do like all that, um, stuff that like really got them, you know, uh, headway in the scene, right? They still play yeah. that stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm actually I, I I'll probably check it out as soon as we're done with the stream. Actually, I don't see why I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> just yesterday, man, like with that that huge drop of all those albums 
and just like I said, everything else, like I was just like, man, I, you know, I just kept listening. So, uh, yeah, because there was that excellent follow up, as you were saying, moving on to. So we said it. Yeah, we, we both said this in our uh, Chelsea Grin episode where we reviewed Fathomless Maw, where we talked on suffering hell, suffering heaven and the dynamic. Right. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I brought up that I think that suffer in heaven is going to be like really fucking heavy. And I, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure I said that. And I was like, cause it's like contradicting, right? You would think the suffer in hell would be like brutal, which I mean, it was heavy. Like, don't get me wrong. Chelsea grin is by no means soft, but then like you had suffer in heaven. And like, I, I don't know for me as the listener, I'm like, okay, this is probably going to be like a little lighter touch on Chelsea grin. Nah, dude, what the fuck? what the hell dude like i i listened to this this entire album yesterday and the entire time i was stink facing stink facing everything and the track opens with leave with or the album opens with leave with us which like hot take on my behalf but bro i think that might be one of their best songs i've ever fucking listened to yeah right up there with hostage dead rose um uh across the earth recreant uh cheyenne stokes i mean hell that's with uh alex but either way like and then like uh what yorm yorm the giant i i couldn't remember what the first name was but yeah yorm the giant was good uh on this on this album uh to me i didn't feel like there was really a i didn't really feel like there was a filler on this one yeah, because uh, it's a short album. Twenty-seven yeah. minutes is not yeah. very long for eight songs. Like you're looking at little, little average of slightly over three minutes per song. Yeah, so, and you got to think about it. They did it with uh, suffering, um, uh, hell, hell. They did it with suffering hell. It was also, I think, eight tracks. Yeah. So they had the dual album, but I don't know. I'm not gonna say that that one felt like it had fillers because it didn't. I don't know. I just think this one was just. Like you had, you have suffer in hell right here, and then you have suffer in heaven, like here. Like, oh, yeah, suffer in heaven really did it for me. I was like, okay, this is this is fucking good, dude. I, I yeah. really liked it. And that that's what I was impressed by because sometimes I feel like when bands release their singles, especially heavier bands that aren't really radio played, sometimes that is their best song and stuff. Like there are some uh, albums where like there's like three really amazing songs, and the rest are all like. Good. Whereas this one, I was very impressed of like, for one, leave with us. Phenomenal. Orc March just like really grabs you. And then the surprising part to me is I was wondering, would everything match? Maybe be slightly less good or even better than Fathomless Maul? Because Fathomless Maul was an incredible song. And stuff, and I was very surprised for that being the third track. That like those first five, at least for me, and we were talking about those first five are just amazing. And it's surprising that they just keep getting better and better. Okay, someone's knocking at the door. If it's a door-to-door person, I will lose my mind. I'll be right back. Anyways, I'll I'll carry on with what he was saying. Yeah. So, um, guys, in my opinion, with the suffer in hell. The suffer in heaven dynamic. I think that the um suffer in heaven album was much or well, not much better, better produced. 
than suffer in health. I do. I just all in all, like Tom's Tom's vocals to me, I think really stuck out on this uh, this eight track album than it did on the other one. Uh, could that just be, uh, excuse me, a placebo effect? I don't know, maybe. But I think I think his vocals have just like really, really grown yeah. exponentially throughout the last several several years with this group, and just from album one. Uh, I think at the end of last year to the, this one and this year, I just think there's such a difference in just those eight songs to this eight, so- these eight songs. So I was really happy with what I was given. And then um, just like all in all, like the, the versatility, like they're, they have a very specific sound now, right? Yeah. So, like Tom's voice is like very recognizable. Yeah, very and it's, yeah, and not even just Tom. The the whole entire like band, which is just crazy to me, because like like we've already touched on, they 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 haven't been really consistent with members. They just have a they have a that that's Chelsea grin. You know what I mean? That that oh that's Chelsea grin. Like you can tell. I I don't know what it is. I can't figure it out. Maybe maybe sometimes the pinch harmonics on the guitars. I have no idea what it is, but uh, regardless, like they just have that specific sound now, kind of like, you know, Lorna Shore, the Infant Annihilator, the, you know, Job for a Cowboy, Suicide Silence. They got that specific sound now, which, um, I mean, it's only been, what, three albums that we can truthfully say that, you know, with Tom being in it. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of like, something I found out yesterday to, for myself, for my own personal like belief. Like I'm like, okay, they have their own dynamic sound now. Kind of like, you know, the data remember at metal core and I prevail does, you know, bear tooth. They all have that, that, that sound that you're like, oh, okay, that's, you know, that's, that's bringing me the horizon. You just know. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, John, what would, so if you had to pick off of both, albums what's your favorite track what's my favorite track off of both albums yep so combine them as one album right so all the 16 songs album what is the one song that you're like okay yeah this this is the one Hmm. that's really hard because the leave with us i really really liked it but i also feel like it might have been like because it was the first one on there that I was like really stuck. And I really still am a huge fan of Fathomless Mall. Like I still, I mean, I like the Isness was also really good and Morning Hymn I really like. So it's, it's going to be a tough one and I might just pull a cop out and be like, Leave With Us was a really great start and <laughs> Fathomless Mall really sticks with me. Because I, that's the hard thing hard. is it's hard to pick out because they're all, I would say none of the songs go below a nine out of 10 for me. And that makes it really hard when they're all on the spectrum of nine, nine, 9.1 to a full on 10 for at least for me. So I, I, yeah, it's hard to think about. And I think it's interesting because a part of me was a little bit wondered if this would be an album of almost B sides. Cause I sometimes think when they do double LPs, sometimes bands will like what, like, the first one will be the really good one. And then it kind of is just follows more of the same, which these were all very standout songs. 
and stuff. So I would have to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose a slight cop out and I'll say, let's do a top three, leave with us, fathomless mall and morning. Okay. <laughs> okay. What are your, what's your top one? Cause Suffer- can you pick one? Yeah, yeah. Well, mine's definitely leave with us, uh, suffering hell, suffering heaven. And then, mm-hmm. um, it's either fathomless mall or crystal casket. And Ooh. I put those, I put those two the same. And I mean, this is going to be weird, but I like crystal casket a lot just because like, it just, just sounds like black metal kind of like his scream. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what it is. I just like that. But uh, I will say this fathomless mall. I don't know how the fuck they found a drummer to play that. <laughs> I, like I, I really love to see some somebody in, in person play that song because that yeah that sounds like it's fucking hard. Every actually, I lied. Every fucking song on Suffer in Hell sounds very fucking hard to play. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Chelsea Grand's always had very good drumming. Um, uh, like they incorporate a lot of ghost notes and for anybody that doesn't know what a ghost note is i don't know music worth a shit okay i don't know how to read it at all but i do know that a ghost note is like a very light hit on the snare followed by a normal hit on the snare it's a very Mm -hmm. light hit that you can almost barely hear but there's a lot of like double triplet uh ghost notes that go into a like a high shot on the rim and the snare that I've always found to be really uh, interesting. And that might be something that's like kind of made their sound what it is, but like, dude, I don't know the, the drumming on this, this album was like, Ooh, same with the guitar work, same with the guitar work, man. The harmonics, the, you know, that that's some, it's some good shit all around when it comes from the instrumental side. So I would love to know, um, like if somebody actually, live take like live take these drums in studio or if it was done by a computer and i like i, I yeah did, i and like i like I, i'm not saying that that's what it was i just i don't know i don't know who the drummer is for them anymore you know it was pablo i have no idea who it is now i don't know because that's the thing I always wonder sometimes these days when you hear things are so technical and so if you wonder how much layering goes into that that could you actually play it as it's like, that's why yeah. it was so impressive when people do like one take vocals and stuff. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Because, because you do wonder, because after a while it's, um, I remember there was years ago, the slight controversy over the fact that like, what was it? Dragon force couldn't play their songs live the way they did on their album and stuff was a thing. At least a few of my friends who saw them years ago, yeah. like Bristol, Virginia were like, it's not a song you could actually play. Like you, I don't know. The way to explain it is one of that idea of like that you're you're layering things to the point where it's not actually like you doing everything. Yeah. And stuff. And I think that's what I always wonder is because like you said, those ghost notes, the same as like on guitar of like when you hear them like just touching things to the fret without actually like picking it or anything. Like yeah. It's like Yeah, it's like it's it's like start. Really, it's really cool. And like you said about the like the one takes on the vocals for certain people, it's like Somebody actually said that exact thing in Periphery. Spencer, the vocalist, 
he was talking in an interview. He did a live one take a wildfire. And um, it's on YouTube. It's actually a really cool video because you get to hear his raw vocals and then you get to hear it like behind a mic. But there's, there's a major difference in um, raw vocals and on a mic. And it's not just because you can edit it. It's just because it's you don't have to project mm -hmm. like extremely loud to match the music that you're trying to scream or sing with. Like, so th there's there's like a huge difference, and only people that do vocals I think would really understand that. But uh, Spencer brought up Frog and Bullfish off of uh, their one of their earlier albums. He said he's never played it live due to the fact that. It was layered, like, it, the vocals were layered so much that he's like, I literally think it would be impossible for anyone to one-take this, just the way that we have it layered in studio. So to play it live, like, I, I, I refuse to play it because I don't think it's possible to do. And he's like, and then in that moment, that's where I was like, okay, I got to, you know, he's like, I'm going to stop making songs like that because, like, you know, it's a song that people really want to hear, but he just can't do. And you know it's 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 hard. It's hard. Um, that's why I like guys like you know like Will and Tom and all these guys that do the harsh vocals. It's really really impressive when they do these uh, one takes because a lot of like there's a lot of technique that goes into the breathing and the projection and then the transition into the fry into the guttural into the squeal. You know like all that you know, all that crap that nobody fucking cares about. But um, <laughs> what? You reminded me, Andy and I actually watched it, but it was something like the the Amazing Voice or something. They put a camera down Will Ramos' nose to show his throat, how it moves. And it's crazy because like they've done like tons of those videos of like, and like they know the signs of like vocal cords. And they said the way his throat moves is something they've never seen because there are times where his throat would expand like it looks like it's a, like on the screen, it's like expanding like this. And then some of the squeals, like it would get so tight that you're like, I don't even know how sound's coming out, but sound yep. is coming out loud. Yes. And like, uh, that was crazy. To yeah. Me. From the charismatic voice. I, I waited a long time for that album, or not for that album, for that uh video to come out. I was super excited for that. Cause even I was like, how, like, and this is kind of before I was like a believer that that was even possible to do without like a bunch of editing and layering and, turning the gain up on your mic extremely high and just like basically whispering into it. And then like you saw that and then you heard the raw sound coming from his voice. You're like, holy shit. Okay. This, yeah, this is, this is the real deal. And it's crazy. Cause right. So guys, like, I don't know if any of you guys do vocals, right? I do it every, what's so every once in a while. I enjoy it. I've been doing it for like six years. I like vocals more than anything actually when it comes to screaming. But anyways, you're like, when you like learn how to do it, you're kind of told like you want to make sure that your throat is always open and not constricted. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you watch that video with Will, his like, let me see if I can get it like this. So his throat will go from this to this, where it's just like that bit of air is able to come out of that. And it's kind of like a whistle, right? You make that certain um, shape with your lips, you blow air out and it makes a <laughs> sound. So it, it was it was really interesting to me because I'm like, oh, wow. So maybe there really is no right and wrong way as long as you can make the sound and not fuck your voice up. Like, you know, maybe, maybe you're doing the right thing. But uh, another album. 
Oh, before before we do that, I have uh, I saw just saw something pretty amazing real quick that I had been kind of looking around for. Uh, let's see, did it actually work? Or I might have actually messed up. Just one second. Sponsored by Duncan, guys. Make sure you get a coffee, fifteen percent off. Use code Pete. I'm yeah, lying. I'm lying. Don't do that. It <laughs> might work. I don't know. <laughs> it might yeah. work. What do you What do you want in the show? Oh no! I so it it won't let me copy it and everything. But I found an artist because I've been wondering about it. Is who combined the two album artworks of Suffer in Heaven and Suffer in Hell. So it's actually they're like it shows the full picture. And I did see that, that too. Make. Yeah, it's I actually did see that too. It's surprising because it's the woman. Like here we see up there in the corner and stuff how she's facing the sun. That it actually to her right is that big creature from Suffer in Hell. Yeah. So she's I did actually see that. past him. And I, I was did like, see yeah, and you brought I that up. Poster like that. You brought that up too in our yeah. episode about Chelsea Grant. You're like, I, I wonder if it's like mixed together once you get them both and you put them together. It's like one big album. Or yeah. Like, yeah. You got that one tooth on the fucking nail, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's all I had to say, but for some reason it won't let me actually save the picture or show. Oh, so that's like, okay. That's, that's how they that's like That's actually really it. cool, though, and I like that how they did that. That's actually very artistic. Yeah, really cool but on. on to Invent Animate. I yeah, see. man. Dude, Heavener was so good. <laughs> I listened to every song off this album like five times over. Except the, like the singles that were already released, right? Because I've already heard them. I mean, besides like my first like full listen of the full length album to just see how the flow of the of the album went. Um, all in all, it was really good. Uh, I will say I don't think that the singles that were released off this album did it any justice. I will say that. Uh, is that a hot take? Eh, maybe, maybe not though. I don't know because I think this is just like every album. You got a couple songs on there that you know maybe they are saving. For you to listen to yourself uh i fucking love void surfacing and absence persistent absence persistent starts off the entire album and like I, I you know i've seen these guys live with alpha wolf like moths to flames polaris and da, 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 da. i've seen them with somebody else i cannot remember but um they were like this is this was kind of my first like time ever seeing a band that's like really technical on like the guitar sound, but like technical in the sense of they play in like drop tuning, right? So when you play in drop tuning, you're uh you don't you don't normally like play chords like you play power chords, mm -hmm. um but like there's a lot of like finger tapping, really quick chugs into like a. And then, like, it goes with the drums. It's, like, almost genty, genty. Uh, yeah, but I saw that. I'm like, man, these guys are these, are these guys are good, man. I've never seen, like, guitar work like this, you know? And then uh, I heard about them coming out with this album. Uh, hell, man, I don't know, four four months ago, maybe. They released a couple songs. I, of course, added some songs after I saw them live. And I'm like, man, I really like these guys. So then the buildup came. And then they release, uh, let me see what this is, track number four, Without a Whisper, which is kind of like a softer song. Typ your typical kind of like softer metalcore-ish sound with a harsher style of clean singing, I guess you could say. S screaming. Um, 
which was really good. It was a really good song. It was a good add-in. They have another softer one on there. But, dude, I just, I, so far for me, that's that's in, like, my top five for albums this year. I mean, it's, I mean shit, we're, we're still so early, though. I mean, we still got Currents. We still got, you know, a boatload of other ones coming out this year. We got Gideon that came out with one that I still got to dive into myself even more. So, but all in all, for me, uh, when it comes to instrumental, uh, that one, that one's up there for me. J- just, the, just the instrumentals grab my attention so much that I'm not gonna say that like it drowns out the screaming or the vocalizing because it doesn't. But to me, that's all I focus on. Like all I'm focusing on is that the awesome sound of their instruments and like everything going on. And like, I guess when you play an instrument or, um, you know, you're able to isolate each part, each thing, right? You're able to isolate the bass. You're able to isolate the drums. You're able to isolate the rhythm and the lead. And then it's like really awesome when you can put them all together and see how they flow. And when it comes to every song flowing, uh every song on this album is a 10 out of 10 when it comes to the way that it flows stylistically with the with the sound they go for uh the genre i i don't know what genre i would call them uh i don't i see that you got your computer up i don't know if you would look that up but i i i want to say it's like a it's like a gen mixed with metalcore maybe post-metalcore sound I really don't yeah. know. So the Wikipedia thing about them says Invent Animate incorporates elements of metalcore, progressive metalcore, progressive metal, ambient, degent, and post hardcore. Okay. Fair. So it's like so it's, I was I was one of three. A good mix. Yeah, because it is I like, should have said progressive metalcore. Fuck. Yeah, progressive, that? yeah. Bro, I feel like you can be kind of safe anytime the band <laughs> gets super technical, you can guess progressive something about the genre and like You'll get that because it really the flow is really great. Like it starts off great, and then Elysium is one of my favorite songs on there to close it out, and it bookends it well. Like kind of thinking about it of starting out with absence, persistence, and then going on. Well, that's like I think it's a good one, and that's the thing. Like every song in my like like I said in my opinion, like really like when it comes to the flow standpoint like i mean i'm not saying every track is 10 out of fucking 10 guys mm-hmm. i'm saying instrumentally though when it comes to the flow just the flow is what i'm rating right here yeah it's 10 out of 10 like to me hands down bar none like i just love it i just love it the technicality that goes into like music like this it's it's really taken off um and i mean how i mean animals as leaders is one of those bands that are like that peripheries like that periphery's been around for a long time uh there i don't even know dare i say they i think they used to be like a math core sound yeah i feel like I, that sounds I, I i honestly don't even know what the hell math core is i just know it's a thing yeah. <laughs> my my uh my brother-in-law dylan he's he's like the genre guru you know he knows every genre which is to me it's just insane how many different genres there are but Invent Animate, Heavener, man, uh, if you haven't checked it out, give it a listen. Because, you know, if you if you like that progressive sound on the instruments 
and there we said it progressive <laughs> but if uh if you like that sound i would definitely recommend checking them out um the like the vocals are not it's not too much for anybody that's kind of being introduced into i guess a little bit of heavier stuff because it's really not it's really not heavy you can understand what he's saying and um this is one of those bands that you can take the the lyrical content out and just listen to the instrumentals and just vibe man like you can you really can but i i can also vibe to the lyrics but yeah that for me that that's gonna be i'm sure on the top five of this year for albums when we get to that point we still got a long way to go though so i i would love to keep them on there and keep my listens high for them so when i go to my uh music wrapped for 2023 you know it's not death of peace of mind again <laughs> with with like 279 hours of listening time <laughs> like, yeah and the nice God. thing is yeah i mean like you said though with invent animate the fact that they do instrumental versions of their albums is like really great like it'll be interesting to hear how this one is and stuff because i was thinking I about shit. like there are the two albums before this have like had really great instrumental ones oh yeah were, and it is kind of like it gets back to that question of like is it the vocals that make a metal chord because you take that out and then they just have it's it becomes harder to guess it really does it, it really 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 does and like you know another band that does that that straight metal core they're actually from pa guys oh uh lancaster who would have thought august burns red they do just instrumental albums too and they're very technical too for metalcore and they've actually been dare i say one of the most consistent uh bands in the scene for a very 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 long time um mac reiner uh to me is the the best metal drummer metal drummer metal drummer um there is right now uh they play in very different Hive signatures. He does a lot of live one takes on his drums. He does classes. I actually did some of his classes online. They're really fun. I met him at a show. Very nice guy. All in all, though, Oxburn's Red's one of those bands too that does that too, where the instrumentals are they're very, they're very much cared for. They care about how it sounds. Perfectionists. You know what I mean? Perfectionists yeah. in their craft. So you like to see that. So um we're not going to talk on them though, but you know, we also had releases from all time low in Gideon. Uh, like I said, I have not checked out, have not checked those out yet. Uh, if you guys have, uh, let, let me know what you guys think. Let John know. Uh, I listened to a couple songs off of the Gideon, the Gideon album. Uh, when I get a little bit more time, I'll probably focus in on dialing in more on that because definitely when it comes to putting the top five albums, I want to make sure I at least get a snippet of each one so I can make it a fair, you know, a fair count uh, on who I want to say is on my top five. But so this is what I'm excited for. This is what I wanted everyone to get involved with. John, tell, tell us what we're doing here. So I have a playlist on YouTube that I've pulled up or on YouTube music that it's the Metalcore Meltdown playlist. So it's going to be a good variety of songs that we'll try to play 30 seconds of and try to guess the song. And it might be some of them will take less than 30 seconds, I assume. 
because this is kind of a greatest hits playlist. So it's a little bit easier than some of the ones because I feel like you could, otherwise it would end up being like that video where Will Ramos does, has to guess whether it's a man or a beast making this. Oh my God, that was such a good. <laughs> that really was because she was like, this is a man that has to be. <laughs> like there's no, no way and then it's that's yeah. a grizzly bear and the best is he didn't uh, the pig squealing one he was like fuck i should have known that one dude he's a charismatic guy speaking I, of like the charismatic voice i'm like that guy he he deserves I, all the credit that i love him i i gets. can't wait till i get to talk to him again yeah so here's what i am gonna see if i can get it to work are you ready you ready for this? I'll I'll, I'll score. Matthew Alexander off the American average. God damn it, dude! <laughs> you can't just do that. I had it on here and could have cheated, and I would have would have taken me longer than you did. Oh man! Oh man! God. Okay, so this might just be a game. I'll fair warning for you all, where it's just Cam guessing the song before I can even look down at my phone to try to cheat. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. But some of these intros are just like iconic and everything. That's, dude, I that I is like the, that is the first song I ever learned how to scream, dude. Ever. <laughs> first one ever. You can ask any of my fucking friends, dude. I would yeah. I would karaoke that shit at house parties, dog. Oh my god. Okay. Here <laughs> that it goes. Quick. That was quick. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's it's bullet. Uh, your betrayal. God, you're good. You're good. <laughs> this this man knows his stuff. Come on, John. Okay. Here it goes. Here's another one for you to guess. At this point, this is just you guessing because it oh. is like you're gonna get it faster than I could. <laughs> like, all right, we'll like, see. We'll see if you guys okay. can beat mine. Then, yeah, so know. try to beat Cam's time on this because I, at this point, is, is this is a hard one. Okay. We came as Romans. Daggers. Is that what it is? Yes. That is. <laughs> I'm like, you're oh, a man. beast at this. I, this don't is, <laughs> I don't know if anyone can beat your time. So at this point, for everyone keeping track at home, this is three for three that he's Dude, let, guessing. Let's talk. Let's talk about that though, man. They, I, I'm very happy with uh, we came as Romans. What they've done without Kyle Pavone, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, dang it, went out of focus. Anyways, that was you know that they're like best friends. That all that whole group, they're all best friends, and they lost Kyle, who was their clean vocalist. Uh God, that was that sucked. I was real. I really always wanted to see them, kind of like the Chester Bennington dynamic. I always wanted to see Lincoln Park and Chester, Chester Bennington. Man, like you know, he he was, you know, excuse me. <coughs> Goodness gracious, he was uh, Lincoln Park, you mm -hmm. know. And when you lost him, it's like you know, how do they carry on? We came as Romans, you know. I didn't think they'd be able to carry on, but they did. And they've actually done a phenomenal job, honestly. You know, they've got some songs. With, they did a song with Brand of Sacrifice. That Daggers track, I think it's like 316 or something. I don't even yeah. know. 
Is that who it is with? I'm pretty sure. There? Oh my yeah. god. Okay. <laughs> you're okay. you're <laughs> an absolute beast. Or no, zero nine. Three six, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got the six right. Yeah. So you got you got that right because it is like I need to. I was hoping to turn the brightness on my phone all the way off so I could kind of like navigate because that's the crazy part. Is I sh here's what my phone looks like. You can barely see. Like it'll auto adjust itself sometimes, but it is really hard <laughs> to see these things, and that's the main thing. It's like. You've guessed the songs before I've been able to find the play but the pause button on these, which is just so the, we are keeping a score down here. But I'd like the audience to know that right now Pete is up to three and I'm at zero, but I'm in control of this thing and I'm trying to also find the pause button. So, I... <laughs> but I don't know if anyone could beat your time, honestly. That would be like that would be impressive. On we'll see, days. we'll see. I'm sure there's somebody. I'm yeah. sure there's somebody. Here it is. Oh. I want to say it's Wage War. Is it Wage War? No, you're very close, though. Oh, Fit for a King. No? Is it Fit for a King? No. God! Shocking. A shocking upset. So I'm going to start adding points when you miss them to myself, even though... Do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can do that. So I'm the playmaster. So I am adding points to myself based on you. Obsolete by Of Mice and Men. One of their absolute best tracks. And I had to stop it because like, as the song goes on, those guitar... Yeah. Because that's the main thing is that intro at first, but as soon as the guitar comes up, bah, 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 da, bah, da, da, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? And yet again, talk about another band that's done very well without their, you know, their front man, Austin Carlisle. Yeah. Uh, you he, know, he had to yeah. leave because of his, uh, what, what syndrome was it? Because yeah, he had that one where he said every time he would scream that he was having like spinal fluid leak out or something. Yeah. And he, he, like, wrote, he wrote the song Pain. Uh, which I think was the track of the album too, the last one he did with them. But like the the, the song "Pain" is literally just all about the pain that he's dealt with, um, and it's, it's fucked up actually. If you actually like listen to it, it's kind of like how the hell have you been carrying on like this, bro? And then you got to hear about everything else that uh, happened with him. And why is this out of focus, man? It well, it does like looking at your little man behind you. It does focus on him sometimes. Loves that guy's face. Can we focus on my face? Anyways, we'll go to the next one. So John has a point, guys, and you have a point now because I'm sure one of you dweebs got it at home. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what we really need to hear is how is your score? I'm getting points. Uh, my goal is to cut it off before you guess it. So that's how I get a point. Okay. If I can make it, then I then then I get a point. First one to seven points because Avenge Sevenfold wins. You ready for it? Yep. Yeah, give me more, give me more. 
this is the Martian Man too. Do you know what song it is? Um, timeless. It's Echo. You got mm. very close though. I was almost uh, going to give you a half a point, but yes, I also half point. Give, give me a half a point. So I'll, I'll take a half point. You get a half point. How's yes, that sound? That's fair. That is absolutely fair. That is, <laughs> that is absolutely fair. As the game master, you got because that's the main thing is maybe it's I don't know if this metalcore meltdown playlist is like an auto-generated YouTube thing or it's based off the fact that of mice and men is ninety percent of what I listened to for a good while of my life. Because that's the main thing. It's like that. they ha- And they do. Like the fact they've been able to go on. They have some really great like short songs. Like My Understandings. One of the best short songs out there. Just like doesn't have multiple verses or anything. Just like. Uh, yeah, yeah. His they have voice. One of the best breakdowns ever in the flood, dude. Oh, yeah. Beep. Beep. Like that submarine shit. Oh, my God. It's Are you ready? Fun. Yep. Let's go. Okay, because you're halfway to home. Seven we points. Make it. We gotta make it. It's featuring the band that's on your sh- shirt. This is Alpha Wolf? It's featuring. I don't know that one at all. You don't know? It's, is it Novelist? No, it's Bargaining featuring Alpha Wolf by Left to Suffer. Uh-uh. I would have never got that. Yeah. I Which, he was that. in Project Vengeance, right? It's Taylor. Yeah, Vengeance. Taylor Barber. Yeah. I would have never got that in a million years. Well, that's a point to you. Fuck. Yeah, this is... I. I now it's getting close. I got I got your confidence up. as the So... This segment will call me the game master because I own oh, your goal is to outbeat my timing. And my here's the thing is you think your section of this is hard trying to guess random songs. Mine is trying not to let a song play too long that it might strike YouTube's copyright system. So that's my extra challenge. Okay, as, long, as, long as, we're, as long as we're not over 30, we're good. Yeah, so so you know that's how you know that I won the game if I can actually <laughs> play ten sec ten segments of ten songs without having to edit something out. If we end up with this being a combined total of less than like ten points or whatever, like it's then you'll know that I've definitely lost. Oh, <laughs> that's my extra challenge <laughs> because some of these songs, like the the obsolete by Men, I really wanted to keep going. I know. I like that's like that's what's gonna be tough with this one. I mean, shit, we're gonna we're gonna want to listen to more. Here it goes. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Oh, bring me the eyes and happy song. God damn it! I as soon as it popped up the logo, I was like, <laughs> "Are you just giving him points at this point?" <laughs> oh, let's go. You're Holy like, Sykes, baby. Yeah, that song is like let's a really it. good one. Oh my god, I love Ollie. I have such a man crush on him, man. Yeah. Oh I mean, he's a beautiful god. man. Two, as far as YouTubers go, I it blew me away that um, Zach Tellender, he's a local YouTuber who kind of inspired me to start doing stuff on here. He got to work out with them. Him and Chris Williams said, like, here in Austin. They just got to do a workout. Look it up sometime. Wait. Zach Tellender. Him, him and Matt Horizon. Nichols. Him and Matt Nichols, the drummer. Yeah. He did it with Ollie. Yeah, and then he went to his show after. Went backstage yeah. with him. Yeah, he played FIFA. I watched that video. You know him? 
I no, I just like I I know people who worked out at his gym and he's like a local guy. I wish like, Oh my god, he bro. is someone who like in general I'd love to eventually talk to him, but it's like I got to work my way up the podcast game. I I saw them my first time in Virginia, drove six and a half hours, cried like a fucking child when they came out. And then I saw them again in Pittsburgh at Stage AE. I crowd surfed and I got put down and I just, I look up and there's all these sights right there. And he puts his hand out and he's smiling with his charismatic smile. Handsome fucker, dude. I, lo- I love all these sights, bro. I think he's, oh, anyways. I think um, I think Ollie Sykes makes a lot of people question themselves. Uh, dude, I don't question it at all. He, I, I would turn <laughs> instant. Any, <Yeah>. any, <laughs> anyways, man, I don't care. Judge yeah, me, no, I mean, no, that's 100% <laughs> like, true. I'm like, it's like, one of those things that he's one of those people. It's like, you know. But, like, I, I touched him and he, like, smiled at me. And, dude, I, cr- I cried and I screamed like a girl. And then I walked out of the van. And you're like, I touched Ollie Sykes. Holy like, I was so happy, oh my god i have a video so, of it on my phone like yeah that's something i'll never never ever ever fucking forget i met every everybody of bring me the horizon except all these likes too when i saw them in uh pittsburgh uh earlier last year yeah stayed out till 3 a.m Ooh, nice that but, is quality time so i i know i said seven for the point system but maybe going forward it might just be easier to do a combined total of 10 songs but i i suspect if you get these next three you'll get seven and a half points okay and you'll have one well then we might go for bonus round of just me being like let's hear more of mice and men <laughs> august burns red paramount god Okay, I literally got two seconds into that song. If you're keeping track at home, two seconds in, and he's like, he's got this. The so I feel like he might have access to my Google account because we share. I don't. I don't, guys. (laughs) He's secretly just logging in, and he's just looking at the most recently played as an updates. Dude, I want this to be hard. Oh no, I know. I wanted like. I wanted like. I don't know. I, 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 we always used to play this game, me and my brother. If there's anybody that could like really give me a run for my money at this game, yeah, I, yeah look how, look how arrogant I am saying that. It'd be my brother. Yeah. I promise you, Braden. Like, I mean, I know music, uh, pretty good, pretty good. My brother, my brother, on the other hand, uh, that, that kid is, that kid's the real deal. <laughs> like, yeah. He he gives me a run for my money every time we play the game. So so he might he, if he watches this, he might get that one quicker than I do. <laughs> so we're entering the hard zone. Okay, here we go. Like this is gonna be the last two. Oh, I know this one. Trivia in waves. That is, I will give it to you, the fact that they say in waves right at the beginning. <laughs> it's like... That's trivium, though, isn't it? Yeah, trivium. Their their sound is so unique. The way they do of like... Because I'd say describe... Like, all of their things sound like marching. I don't... There's like a marching element to it, it sounds like, almost. It's like... Gallop. It's like a gallop. Gallop, yeah. Like, it's kind of like... Uh, yeah. Because I saw them when they were live on their Shogun tour years ago. I saw them with... All that remains. 
So it was Trivium, All That Remains, and there's some other band, and it was a really great show in Richmond. Virginia. I think that the I think they did do a tour with Beartooth. Yeah, they are. Correct it wrong. Audience, correct this man. I don't. Know. I'm pretty sure it's Trivium. It's Trivium and Beartooth with uh with another like I wouldn't say older but older school metalcore. Yeah, so that's actually. I'm glad you brought that up because I don't often go out to things, but that it June 6th here in Austin, Beartooth and Trivium, and it'll mark nine years since I quit drinking. So that is a big milestone. What's that date? So that is June 6th, 2023. That would be a great one to meet up with. I would, I would, I would, I would help out with some plane ticket money. I'm on or here. I'm off. So yeah, June 6th. I'm that like, out. Yeah. I can work that out. Well, I will keep in touch. We always will fuck. Oh, we will. I'm anyway, like, so. I was like, if I, if we'll definitely keep in touch because that would be a really good one. And their album artwork for that is great. Or not album, but like their promotional stuff of like, oh, yeah. Like two logos and meets in the middle. That like, was a, that was a tour that was supposed to happen like in 2020 that was halted by COVID. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Fun fact there for anybody. Speaking of other things that could possibly flag your videos. <laughs> it's crazy for a while. Like your video could just get struck down just by mentioning it. Or you'd have the little like CDC warning. Yeah. And everything. And who knows? We might at this point have a CDC warning on this video. And don't cheat if you also know that I didn't do my job well. If all the songs are listed at the bottom of our video because the copyright thing picked them up. That's a, it's a, but that also would be a handy way to be able to like see what's there. Hopefully, um, you are getting very close. This is this is your time to shine. This is it, the final countdown. I won't be forgotten just for a moment. Clifford King. Uh, da, 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 da. I want to say it's Warpath. Warpath? No, it's not Warpath. It is. It is Pepper King. Um. Uh, oh my God! I mean, I got the half a point. It's kidding. You did get the half a point. So technically. You are indeed victorious. Okay, so, so I want to I wanna do... That is Oblivion Fuck. by Fit for a King. God damn it. I knew it was Fit for a King, bro. I literally knew it. I just couldn't, Rick, I couldn't, get the, couldn't get the damn track. All right, so I think we should do bonus, and it should be rapid fire. So I get max 10 seconds to guess. If I don't, you get a point. And then you go to the next one. Max okay. 10 seconds. That's it. And Max you don't 10 tell seconds. Me. Yep. Because you've guessed every single song. And let, if That's how I know how good you are at this game. Is if you can't guess it in the first seven seconds, it just does not get, you're just going to only know the band. And we'll, we'll just we'll just do five. Because five will get you five, six, seven. We'll do four. Because four technically would get you above me if I don't get them. Right? Okay. Yeah. Or Fair. you tie. That's yeah. ideal. Yep, yep, so yep. that way you have ch 
this is this is the game master's chance to win. Yes, exactly. I'm I'm putting all I'm putting all in. Yep. So very cool. You're like, just in case it wasn't enough to beat me by double digits. <laughs> by by twice my score. We're gonna see if you can get to the full ten. Okay. My goal is to get to four points, your goal is to get to ten. Because I, I have enough faith in you in this game that I think you're gonna just absolutely demolish it. Are you ready? Yep. They have a very distinct sound. They like fast. That is not we came as Romans. Um, I don't know it. Point to you. The band starts with an M. Memphis Mayfire. Left for Dead by Memphis Mayfire. The that's point does a, go to me. That's a point to you. I'm gonna 100% take that point. And also, Damn. for all you people out here who want to think of ways to like live stream like events and stuff and make it easy, you can just edit people's names on Streamlab, Streamyards. It's super handy. It's a fun way to like takes less editing time on my part. <laughs> okay, here it is. This is so I reached four, which was my goal. And technically, if I can reach five. Five or six, that would be ideal. So a part of me wants to start manually going through the list, but that would be cheating if I intentionally pick songs that I don't. You can, you can pick them that are hard and it's going to strike me. No, I, I won't. We're going to go pure fairness. Oh, I haven't heard this for a long time. It's on the album that the two vocalists were together. Uh, oh, I got five seconds. I got five seconds. Uh, one, two, three, four. Up. It's Kill Switch, but I don't, I don't know the song. I really. It's, it's Kill like, Switch. Yeah. Uh, so. Half a point to me. Unleashed. Half a point unleashed to me. A point Switch. to you. No, we'll just give you the full point. Just you get the full point. Namely, because anytime I get to play. Kill Switch, I get points because it's such a good band. But yeah, Atonement, it was that album that they briefly like yep, had the crossover and stuff like. And that's the weird part, is that that song Unleashed is like, yeah, it's yeah, Jesse tries his hardest to sound like Howard. It's yeah, and point. it's kinda sometimes it's difficult to distinguish when you It really is. Which also props to Jesse. He is an excellent vocalist. And yeah, I Jesse Leeds is good. You know, technically, does. really the OG of Kill Switch. That's that in my mind. I think about. Can you imagine how frustrating that would be to start a band and then have the next singer define the sound of that band that everyone fucking loves, and then you come back to the band and everyone wants the. I'm like, that's a it's a weird turnaround, but yeah, but I think, yeah, uh, I think it's good. The though. OG guys know that you They'll know that Jesse it, yeah. was the OG. It's just Howard, you know. I mean, had... but though no, I mean not that he, he doesn't get credit, but it would be weird to like step back into your shoes and everyone have be like, we like this sound. Yeah, so this this is skill switch engage, and you're like, I started this. People are like, no, sound like this guy. We like this guy. Okay, here you are. Are you ready? Right, so we got two left. 
So also Metalcore Meltdown, look it up on YouTube Music, 136 songs, and they're all really good. So that's a this was my number one played playlist last year of like it was excellent. I think that's bullet. Can I bullet? I want to say all that remains then. I wanted to say all that remains at the start, but they both sound a lot alike. Uh, the the instrumentals, yeah. but then once the vocalists come up, you're like, yeah, um, yeah. Once you hear the vocalist, you're like, you can help Phil's voice. Yeah, like. yeah. You no, know, and I should have went with my gut feeling because that's another point to you. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so actually, all that remains. Are we just gonna? Are we just going to keep playing this until we actually tie and then just have a tiebreaker? Is that what's going to happen? That's uh, I, 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 swore, I swore you'd get to 10. So said, here's okay, go ahead. two more. We're going to okay. do two more. And your, your goal is to hit 10. My goal is to tie with you. Okay. This is actually really fun. This I know. Like, when you said this was a good idea, I was like, this is. I would love like, to have like, I would love to have a viewer come on and do this and somebody moderates it and you know they go against you or they go against me or you know two people Mm -hmm. go against each other like that would be fun as shit next time Braden's on here we're gonna do this and I'm gonna have you and him go head to head try to guess the song first I think he'd beat me yeah if it's if it's metalcore and deathcore no but if it's hard rock and metal I think he'll beat me but Speaking of the distinction there, that that video Caitlin sent us, who's one of our biggest fans of that ghost is just Bon Jovi for God kids or emos, was like, it's so good because when I showed Andy the video, she didn't get it. She was like, I don't know why this is that funny. And then I, it is I, I played one of the music videos for her and she's like, if I couldn't hear what was going on, I would have guessed this band sounded way different. Yeah, that's exactly how I thought about it too. And then, yeah, when she sent me that, I'm like, yeah. I, I, somehow the topic came up about dad rock. I'm like, yo, it's. I said something about it's not cool to hate on Nickelback or something like that. Like it's, <laughs> it's not cool to hate Nickelback anymore. Nickelback's good. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nickelback. I mean, we've had that conversation of like the fact oh, that like dude. Nickelback, everyone acts like they didn't like them. It's like, how did they get to the top? Kind of like Dane Cook. Everyone likes to pretend they didn't enjoy Dane Cook. And it's like, yeah. no, his HBO specials, like everyone remembers like that. Yeah. And I, stuff. I, I like, fucking, I, dude, I still jam the animals, bro. Something in your mouth. Yeah. Like, I, I love, I love Nickelback. They're fun. Yeah. They, yeah, they have a good time. Everything. Okay, here we are. Last two songs. I got Final a moments. Fuck, dude. Because seven was the points to win initially. Now we're to the point where I could possibly get seven points. I know that one. God damn it. Skip skip forward like 30 seconds. <laughs> I know who it is. Bullet. No, 
It's a gunshot to the head by Trivium. It's on oh. their album Ascendance, which was a phenomenal album. This is just like I I don't know. Maybe this is this playlist is made more for like the kind of like mainstream metalcore. But that's also the cool thing to be like this is music that like it's just only gotten better over time. Oh dear. Okay, next one. You got seven. Ooh. This is your chance to tie. If we tie, I'm I'm down. Because here's here's the thing. If we tie, here's what happens. That we both had eight points, eight songs on Suffer in Heaven, eight songs on Suffer in Hell. Then we have to decide which three songs we didn't like on those albums. Or like, oh, okay. Like three, the three lowest tiers. Okay. Because I've realized it's hard to decide the top ones, but I think deciding the bottom three might actually be a harder thing. Okay. You know? It's hard, though, actually. That might actually be too hard. Don't hold me to that. I might just edit that whole segment out completely. <laughs> I feel like this John briefly had a good idea and then realized how hard it would be. Up. All right. Get it together here. Well, there remains the calling. God. Boom. Let's go. Damn it, dude. That's game. That's game. <laughs> That's game. Game, set, match. Oh, my God. I needed that. Fuck. Yeah. So oh. that was when that popped up as soon as I saw the album artwork faintly of just like I was like, oh man. That the fall. How ideal. quick was that? I gotta yeah. know how quick was that? That was three seconds in. Oh my god. All that and, remains. And here's what it looked like on my screen. I was trying to pick out the album artwork, then it popped through, and I was like, Oh that was quick, oh, man. We we have to do this. Okay, you guys, you listeners, you guys got to make a playlist for this game to continue on. And we got to do this like once a month. This, yeah, this if, is you, fun. This if you is really send fun. us a playlist, we'll shuffle it and like see yeah. if and if we can get it in the first five seconds. Hell, anyone anyone can come on and join. But I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm 1v1 in my brother. <laughs> That's true. That <laughs> is going to happen, though. But let the record stay. Pete, nine points. The game, I, oh, I got Man. This is also very much testing a personal theory we had of that YouTubers get around the copyright thing by not playing more than a minute or 30 seconds of a song. Yeah, so, so I'm hoping that the, this works. I'm I think it is. I think, I think it has to because nothing came up by Vince Sevenfold, who has one of the worst record labels out there. Yeah. Warner Music Group, we have very strong feelings about you. Because that's the main thing. It's like, I just I just don't understand it. But no, that was really fun. And we do have a lot of good things planned coming up. I'm very excited to see Trivium and Beartooth will be great. Because I haven't seen Trivium since they were with All That Remains. Let's see, what year was that? Ah. Uh... Yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna make a trip in uh in June to come up and go to that show and then we can do an in-house show. That'll be really yeah. fun. That'll be extremely fun, actually. Uh I can't wait for that. It'll be a full, nice, real cool setup we we'll get to do. Yeah. So the last time I saw Trivium and All That Remains would have been October 18th, 2008. 
back when I was 18, and it was Trivium, All That Remains Entombed, and Cyopus. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was a hell of a show. Damn. All right, then. Yeah, that was like one of the heavier shows that I went to. Another great show. Richmond, for some reason, had a bunch of great shows that came through. The casualties were really good that came through with the crumb bums. If you're into like any sort of real heavy punk type stuff, it was excellent. But I, yeah, I think this year is proving to be a phenomenal, phenomenal year for music. Like it's going to be, and it's only getting better because that's what I was telling you of like, we're not even 25% of the way through the year. And like, there's already, like you were saying, there are, th- there are albums that you would say would be already vying for album of the year. I was like, the ante's only going to get upped and everything. I, I it's still... hard. It's hard. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Oh, please, yeah. please remember the thought. Uh, Cause I did want to say this real quick. It's going to, that's why it's really hard when you release albums at the beginning of the year, because like, it's really got to fucking stand out to stay because you're getting hundreds of albums throughout an entire year. Yeah. So that's what I'll say. Go ahead, John. So, no, that's what, uh, yeah, I was actually going to say something very similar. I was like, it's nice that we have this catalog of episodes that we can go back through because sometimes I've realized my top episode, my top albums out list are sometimes just what I've been listening to the past six weeks that really stuck out. Yeah. Because that was the thing of like, I mean, because I've had several people ask me if I would reconsider our top five albums of 2022 after seeing everyone else's top five lists and everything. And it is hard once you like, once you really give, get a few more listens in on like counterparts and stuff, you're like, that's, that's pretty great. The one that, the one that I got argued with was uh, Scorching the End of the World by Motionless. Why was that not on there? Like, how did Fit for a King make the cut? And, uh, <laughs> or uh, Electric Callboy. Electric Callboy was, like, the most one of people like, being, like, why were they on that list? And, it, like, to me, it was, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, that, that, those were, like, those were my picks. They were set in stone. I, I mean, they, 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 yeah. there was nothing changing them. I knew that when the albums came out, uh, that they were going to be really good. And they... Uh, a fairly peaked expectation on my behalf, so that's why they, they that's where that's why I put them there. Um, yeah, and I think we got our list covered the whole spectrum of you yeah. have party metal on there, you have fun stuff, you have real heavy, heavy stuff. It's all like the whole spectrum's covered. I'm really, I'm really banking on this year to, and I have no inside scoop on this at all. Uh, but I'm really hoping that we get something from Polaris this year. I'm hoping we get something from Alpha Wolf this year. And um, honestly, just those two. Because I'm already getting something from Currents. And uh, we already got Invent Anime. We're getting the Event Sevenfold, which we already know. So those two are the ones that like I really want something new from really badly. Really badly. So... I hope yeah. that it's like some elaborate plan and plot uh, by at the end of the year that, um, you know, those guys release uh, new so- uh, new albums, whether or not they do, or there's even plans in the talks of making music. I don't know, but I'd really like something else from them. Hell, even Landmarks would be cool to get something more from them. Yeah. 
And I think I will definitely, for some reasons, it's not popping up on the desktop version of the site, but I will link the Metalcore Meltdown playlist that we went through in the description of this video because that was a great playlist and you were shockingly fast. It's crazy, really. I'm, but yeah, with us, a few. It's like, like the two. older, it was the older stuff I didn't like, like Trivium. Trivium's an older, like, metalcore. Yeah. And been around for a while, you know, like a couple. I should have fucking said all that remains instead of bullet, dude. I, I literally knew it, too. Mm-hmm. I knew it, but I was like, ah, I don't know, man. But whatever. Guys, I, I do want, uh, I definitely seriously do want some playlists made. And we'll go, we'll all go head to head or something. We'll do something with it because this is, this is a really fun thing. Gets you involved as a listener. You get the guess. You'd be like, oh, my God, you're an idiot. How do you not get that, dude? What the hell? You're a poser. <laughs> you're a fucking poser, dude. Like, you can say that shit. So Yeah. Um, so, I and I just linked the thing in the video uh, chat for you to check out. So, you can look through the playlist and be like, that's, this is like, this is my bread and butter workout playlist right there. Once you, once you open it up and see, you're like, okay, now I can see what's like. What got me through like high school and everything? That's like so many songs on there, and it's just yeah, 136 songs of just like if you scroll through that list, I'm gonna look at it on as, there as soon as I'm as soon as we're off. Uh, yeah, because it is here. yeah, but yeah, let us know how you all did, and definitely if someone can do a playlist, but make sure it's at least somewhat guessable. Because you could definitely just like cheat the system and send us a playlist of all artists who only have fifty followers on YouTube, and we don't, we just haven't heard them. So yeah, that's yeah, be yeah. a difficulty level. And for and, you, for you to join, you can't be the one that made the playlist. Yeah, you can't be you the can't one be that the one that made the playlist. playlist. We have to get a bunch of people, put names in a hat, pull it out. Hey, you're selected. You want to join to do head to head for the you know 20, 10 minute, fifteen minute session that we would do. Uh, but yeah, so that was our first trial with that little uh, game. I'd like to involve that more, maybe once a month, and we'll get it down. But yeah. guys, um, as far as our, our exiting comments, this was a very good week for metal. This was a very fun episode. This one involved zero effort into studying, doing any homework. Um you know, basically fact-checking what we already know. We didn't have to do that because uh, it was all right there in front of us. It was all opinionated. It was all expressed on our thoughts. Give us your thoughts. So I'll exit with the normal. If you made it here, subscribe, like, share. We're on Spotify. We're on RSS, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, everything. Instagram, give us a follow. Give us a shout. Send us your playlists of uh, the quiz games that you guys would like to play. And keep sending music our way. <coughs> keep uh, sharing memes. You know, that involvement is exactly what we're looking for. So, uh, yeah. John, is there anything you'd like to exit out with? No, I would just say the feedback and everything's appreciated. Like, those of you who take time to, like, comment and stuff, like, it's <laughs> like Josh, Luke, Caitlin, like, Shauna, everyone, like, everyone who comments and like helps this out like it's fun because at the end of the day like regardless of where this goes it's nice being able to share with people because not all of us get to like hang out and talk about metal all the time so it's nice to have this outlet so keep sharing those things let us know how you did and 
yeah, let us know if you could be faster than Cam at any of those songs. Or and let us know, like, once again, what albums you're looking forward to and what you would like us to talk about next. Because I know we still have to go through the Ghost Inside and some other stuff people have mentioned. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That's and where we got, I go. We have, we, I will, I'll, I'll exit with this and then we'll get off. We do have a big guest coming. Not going to give any hints. Not going to say anything. But they did tour. They headlined some shows back in uh, 2010s. Um, did some Warp Tour. You know, I'm sure some of you guys have heard of them. We're going to have them on the show April 9th. We're super excited. So any questions that you guys would have for a true artist in the scene that's made it out, has some songs, been signed by a record label, has albums, and is still working on stuff. Uh, you know, get us the questions you want asked. Hint, hint. So yeah. that's what we'll say. So it was nice having you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy your guys' weekend. And enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be here again next week. So we'll see you around, guys. Bye.